Good morning. I think some of you already know me, so you kind of know that I'm a little hard of hearing. <laughs> right? <laughs> so good morning. Good morning. Okay, see there, it's, it's registering now, but um, thank God for this awesome privilege to be in the household of faith this morning to worship with Great Oaks and um, indeed, I consider it a privilege any time that um, I have the opportunity to minister God's word to God's people. One of the things about, I would say, me and ministering God's word, I am not happy or concerned or feel good just about standing in front of people. I still struggle with that after 35 years of ministering around the country. And to me, it's always about what God has for the people that he wants them to hear. The other challenge I have is because sometimes I think society has shaped us and molded us instead of us shaping and molding it. So it becomes a challenge to preach and teach the word of God sometimes with different churches. I, this is my third and last church in the last, I would say, month just speaking and preaching. And most times I keep my car running and <laughs> I, don't, I don't look for anything afterwards. I just go and just say, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hope something's stuck. If it's God's word, I believe it has the ability to reach our hearts and then I move on. But I'm also just grateful just to have these opportunities to share God's word, especially when it, concern, when it concerns Southside Mission. And today, I just want to kind of walk you through our journey at Southside Mission because, for one, you guys are great supporters, and I want to say thank you. I don't want to get going and forget about how much support and partnership is in this church. So I want to say thank you before I start shooting these daggers at you, and, and I want to love on you real good <laughs> and say thank you and continue to support and all of the preliminary stuff. But in all honesty and sincerity, we thank you at Southside Mission, our board of directors. We appreciate you. Uh, and I heard something this morning when the band was up and the ministers of music up here. A breakthrough is coming. And most times when I'm here and when I'm at churches, I listen for what God is saying. God, what are you saying for this generation? What am I up here for? What is my purpose? If Jeremiah 1 and 5 is God's word, then God foreknew this time would come today, if that is correct. And we all believe that Bible is correct. And then also I want to lay a substratum, if you will, from Jeremiah 29 and 11. He knows his thoughts. His thoughts toward us as good. His plans for our future is already set. So young people also be, keep in mind that God has a plan for your life. Sometimes we want to map it out. I don't know about y'all, but it's the church down the street. They, they want to do it their way. They want to 
do everything, plan it out, have their financial place in order, all of these dots and, and, and everything laid out. And I think that's important that we do plan because the Bible also says, and I'm preaching before I ever start, so if you're waiting on some little preliminary stuff, I'm going to preach whether to, you know, just go. <laughs> but uh, uh, Proverbs 16.9, in the heart, Man plans his ways, but it is the Lord, the Bible says, that order his steps. So God gives us the, the right and the, he wants us to plan and to look forward to planning and doing vision. Because the vision we're talking about when we get to it, the vision is possible. But it is the Lord who orders our steps. Now, I added something to that, not to Scripture, but I added something to my prayer. I also want the Lord to order my stops sometime. But it's just me, not you all, and that church down the street. Sometimes we get ahead of God. Not y'all, though. Just, this is my friends, Great Oaks, I love you. But sometimes God has to order our stops. One of the things God began to walk us through was we began in 2021 with daily prayer. Every time we came to work at Southside Mission, three days a week, we would begin with prayer. We asked God to begin to help us to begin to form vision for the ministry of Southside Mission, not only for Southside Mission, but for our lives. Because I think it's important that every one of us in here, some of us may, as I taught at the last church I was at, some of us may need to shift gears right now. Some of us may be at a point that God is showing you some financial strategies to go forward. Some of us may be preparing for a marriage. Some of us may be in our golden years. I'm not going to call out any names out there. Some people I know are in our golden years and God is trying to shift us. But all of us should have asked, be asking God, what is the vision and plan for my life? And one of the things we did, we started praying. We began to seek the Lord in prayer. We started this vision journey, if you will, with prayer three times a week. He led us through several ministry sermons, different things that God had taught us. He began to share with us things like focus forward. So we put blinders on because there was a lot of things going on in life and in ministry, and God told us to focus forward. One of the quotes we use at Southside Mission, I think it's important for every one of us to catch it in here, is always when you're focusing forward, direction, direction, direction is better than speed for the young people. You all want to go fast. I call it, this is a microwave generation. <laughs> and 
and our God is more like a crock pot. <laughs> Especially us old schoolers. Let that, let that thing simmer a little bit, you know. Put the lid out on that pot. <laughs> Young people, oh, I want to get in there. Nope, 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 not time. But God began to share with us to focus forward, but direction is better than speed. So don't get ahead of God with your plans, Proverbs 16 and 9. And, nine. and then he also said to us, he, he said, we need to come up with a fresh kingdom agenda. The last church I was at, I talked a little bit about, could it be that this generation is trying to do church from a Moses perception, from a mindset that we're doing it from the old school? We're going to do it in that direction. Maybe God is saying, I'm looking for a fresh kingdom agenda. When you're planning, when you're preparing vision, God began to show us things like that. And I use this because I just lost my grandmother at, uh, and, and Granny Annie. I, had, I had, a, had a little meltdown on the way over here thinking about Granny Annie. Granny Annie was 103, and she was my boo, y'all. She was, she was something else. And I was with her when she passed. But when we talk about fresh, that doesn't mean that you throw out all of the old. So fresh to us at, in terms of a biblical context is that there are some foundational truths that are necessary when preparing for vision. But it's just like Granny Annie. Granny Annie 103, I used to love her, her uh, sweet potato pie. I used to love when she cooked me spaghetti. But as she got older, <laughs> I love Granny Annie. <laughs> but I didn't want Granny Annie cooking nothing for me. <laughs> but her recipe was intact, so then I could have my mother cook it, and we still got the same thing. And that's what God was sharing with us about a fresh kingdom approach. The foundational pieces are in place, but it's a fresh kingdom agenda. When he told us to focus forward, he showed us in Isaiah 43, and I'm backtracking just for a minute. Isaiah 43, 16 through 19, he showed us in the scriptures where God told and was sharing with them how he did a great thing bringing them across the Red Sea. He said, but if you think that is something or was something, I'm doing a new thing, a fresh thing thing from all of the foundational pieces that are in place and then when we talked about that fresh kingdom agenda first corinthians 5 6 and 7 read it in your leisure what god was saying that that bread that unleavened bread he was trying to deal with a church if you will that were great minds they were great people but they had all kind of carnality running through their ministry. That's not y'all, and I'm not going to even call that the church down the street. But then he shared with us faith. Without faith is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11, chapter. 
Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If we're going to prepare for vision for the future, you must begin to believe God for something sometimes you can't even see. And I'm, all, I'm just doing all of this to lay foundation for getting to the vision as possible. But this is what God was showing us. And I believe sometimes it's important for us to hear this. As you prepare for vision and mission in this ministry and for your lives. I know some of y'all got it all together, but just for a few of us that's really got to sometimes retweet things and go back. and uh, That's why I say, Lord, order my steps and my starts, because sometimes I get it wrong. Me and that church down the street. Then he said to us, he said, and Rich will tell you this, Rich is the development at Southside Mission, and he'll tell you he could come up here and preach this. God began to stretch us. He, he stretched us. That's why my stomach is like this. <laughs> he began to stretch us. Why? Because he was saying what you're trying to bring in to what your old perceptions and the way you see things, the way you've done things, the way sometimes your forefathers and mothers have taught you. He said that was good for that season, but I'm going to do a new thing. Sometimes grandma, I love Miss Annie D. Simpson, but Annie D. Simpson did some stuff. Uh, wasn't quite right. Just wasn't. And God was saying, I'm going to stretch you in your perception of me. The most dangerous thing I ever came up against in my ministry history was religious people. Because they are set. And if you don't do it that way, you're in trouble. That's why some of us change churches. Because they don't seem to fit our way and the way we do things. Now, I'm not saying it's bad to leave some churches. Some churches I would leave in a heartbeat because they're not connecting people to God. They're connecting people to religion and tradition and formalism. And God said, away with that. I'm going to stretch you to the point to where you're going to follow me wholeheartedly. And then the other thing, he was saying this is a year of establishment, a year of establishment. What is God doing in your life? What has he established in 2021 to take you into 2022? Very important, a year of establishment. Why is this important concerning vision? I'll tell you this and I'll go to my text. Why is it important? Because sometimes we treat God's vision as cheap suggestions. God's vision sometimes has to come through our program of carnality, of the way I think it should be done. One of the things that I believe God is doing is that shift again, shift. Can you get in your mind being in first gear too long 
What does it sound like? Just stuck in first gear. And God is saying he's looking for us to shift into his vision. That's one of the things where we came up. Vision is possible. Colossians 1, 14, 15, 15, 16, I'm sorry. Vision is possible. One of the things about vision, as we begin to look at vision for our lives, for our church, for our families, get the carnality out of it, vision is always vertical. It is never. Vision is always vertical. It is always and it will come from God. Proverbs 37, 4 talks about that God will give us the desires of our heart. But that's a heart that's connected to him. So when you talk about vision, it comes, always comes from God. It's always vertical. Also in Matthew, the sixth chapter, when the Bible was referring to us seeking God in prayer. It says that what's in heaven, we're praying that down to earth. Vision is always vertical. Bringing God into the plan here on earth. Not saying, I got the plan and God, I want you to bless it. As the old folks used to tell us, God ain't going to bless no mess. I came up back in old Pentecostal church, so they used to be on it. I'm telling you, they were on it. But also the vision, God always provides for his vision. The vision is always vertical. How do you get that? Through those scriptures? Yes, but just by the nature of God. Anybody ever heard of Jehovah? Elohim or Elohim, God our creator. If it's God our creator and the vision comes from him, he's downloading it to us. Jehovah Elohim. We pray, quote that in scripture. Also, God provides for his vision. Oh, I knew y'all were going to ask, so I prepared just something else for you. Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. I remember them singing that song, Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. And then I seen them people in the lottery line. I said, they, they don't even believe what they talking about. What the... He's a provider. Why are you in the lottery line? He's a provider. Why you got your own plan to hook, crook, and scheme to get over and say it's God's plan? That's none of y'all. That's, y'all know who they are. And we must value God's vision. That's why you don't give it to anybody. It's like 
my kids, my grandkids. Used to get them stuff, and boy, I looked two days later after Christmas, the shoes thrown in the corner, the truck tore up, the Barbie doll got one arm over there. Do you want to know what I had to do to go pay for that stuff? They didn't value it. We must value God's vision. We must treat it as if it's God's plan, his vision. And here's one of the things I found out, especially being at Southside Mission for over 20 years. And the last four of them have been pretty rough. A lot of times, vision is born in the valley. When things happen in our lives, God sometimes, he's, he's not the one that caused it. He allows it. But he also says, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good for them that love, love God and are called according to his purpose, his plan. But a lot of times we get off the wheel. We get off the potter's wheel too soon. We make it happen. Yeah, I got people like that. Sometimes at Southside Mission, they be gone. I'll be like, whoa. If we go too fast, guess what happens? I'm glad you asked. We miss the process. We miss what God is teaching us. That's why you have a lot of, not here, but the church down the street and, and in my house, you have a lot of immature Christians. Because they never learned the process. They pout and go get. <clears throat> and then God began to show us some things. And in the midst of that, that vision was possible. So God showed us in the midst of that in 2021, Southside Mission is now getting ready to put and relocate a store and bring a store, a thrift store, to 61605. We also have started renovations on a new youth center. In the midst of that valley, all of those struggles, God says, I'm going to send you somebody and I'm going to allow them to be a blessing so you can build a new dining hall at your camp. I purchased a building that through Southside Mission that we have the opportunity to begin a new men's, Christian men's prison ministry. Don't get it twisted. It's not the same thing as some others and it's not even better or any worse, but it's unique to what God gave us in vision. We also have the warehouse where we're shifting our youth into our main building. Sometimes it's all downloaded from God's vision. And we trust even when we can't trace it. And I trust that if there's anyone under the sound of my voice that don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, start at the beginning. And trust him 
to guide and take the reins of your life. Not religion, not joining a church. As I told him earlier, you don't be joining, you become born into Christ. And if you don't know him in the pardon of your sin, we'll pray that prayer. And we'll ask God to shift our minds. We'll ask God to give us fresh vision. We'll ask God to give us what he wants for us. We'll ask God to, if you need to do some rearranging, I surrender today. Not my will, but thine will be done. And if you don't know him, let's pray that prayer today. As a matter of fact, why don't we all just get saved all over again? <laughs> Repeat after me in prayer. Lord, today I heard your word. And I ask you, O oh God, to change me. Rearrange me. Save me. Only as you can. I repent for doing things my way. And I ask you now to redirect my steps. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. That's my time. God bless you and thank you for yours.